It's like when you get a tattoo. You're not supposed to be all tense because it'll hurt more. The sugar in the water. More. Yeah. For like. What's that from? Men in Black. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sugar. Sugar. More. But. It's like one of the most unhinged fucking performances in all of film <laughs> history, and it's so goddamn good. I know, it's such Vincent a good. D'Onofrio should have won every award for Men in Black. Honestly, he should win every award for everything he's in, and I hope that they bring him back to the, like, Marvel Universe. Like, they're bringing back Charlie Cox, so we'll see. Right, Spider Man, Spider Man. He needs a lawyer. Charlie Cox can. Da 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 da. da. Something about avocados. Toast. Look out! Here comes some toasted man. The Daredevil man. Da da da. They're gonna be best friends. Best friends. Yeah, we finally watched that. Finally watched Homecoming or Far From Home, and Jake Gyllenhaal is fantastic in it. I went on like a little bit of a bender. Of, like, the last ten years of Jake Gyllenhaal's career, which is fucking wild. Yeah. Like, he's turned into a full-blown character actor, (laughs) which is genius because he looks like such a beautiful man. Yeah, he is. And then he does things with his face to make him a not-beautiful man. And I'm like, you and Charlize Theron should do a movie together about beautiful people who, like, do weird shit. (laughs) absolutely did i ever tell you about the the, i did something similar with ryan gosling like way back when like eight seven or eight years ago now uh it was before i had met brandon and i was a very lonely lady on valentine's day so what naturally would i do but order a bunch of ryan gosling dvds on amazon for valentine's Mm day so like i like i got so many of his movies and i'm like I look back on it, I'm like, well, that was a sign. Um, and, like, he's got kind of got a similar, kind of got a similar track record, too. He's like, that's crazy. I don't even know the last thing he has been in, but, like, there there have, he has a very similar track record to the Mr. Gill and Hooli Hay. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, I think, is much a better actor. Oh, yeah. No, I meant, like, I meant, like, the... Yeah, like, yeah, he's much broader. The prettier, the pretty boy doing weird stuff. Uh, oh, yeah. Pretty boy sure. doing weird stuff. We like the pretty boy that does weird stuff. Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal's career has gotten real fucking weird. If you have a chance, well, it might it might spoop you, but um, uh, oh. Velvet Buzzsaw was a good one. Oh, that he was in like two. Years, it was like a Netflix movie. Okay, okay. And it's about yeah, it's about like a it's like a fucking Goosebumps movie for adults. <laughs> is Velvet Buzzsaw? I mean, I might have to check it out. It was like it a out. ton of fun, and it was like a B movie. But if a B movie like took itself like dead seriously. <laughs> Uh, I'll have to look into and, that. Yeah, he's he's very ridiculous in that one. Absolutely. Anywho, we should probably record the episode before Ryan murders us. Eh, he can deal with it. He's probably outside going, Trisha, why is it snowing? Because I have control over it. And then he's going to go, I'm cold. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> My ears are frozen. My eyes are frozen. My toes are froze. Everything is froze. And my tail is froze. Tilda, it's cold outside. Tilda, don't die outside. <laughs> oh, Tilda, it's cold oh, outside. outside. <laughs>
<laughs> and this has been Trisha and Caitlin's Christmas song hour. Thank you and good day. <laughs> I said good day. Good day, sir. Anyway, uh, would you like me to do the honors? Sure. Hello and welcome to My Side of the Fence, your weekly quarantine podcast. Uh, this is Trisha, as always, here with the lovely Caitlin on what is now our eighth month of podcasting day 6057 of quarantine (laughs) and i i don't know man i painted a lot this weekend (laughs) been trying to work on (laughs) self-care anywho there's a vaccine that's been approved by the fda as of this past friday and it actually started shipping out places uh early this week we actually saw in the news this morning that there was um the first person in the u.s to get the vaccine was a um a nurse at long island jewish and her name is sandra Lindsay. she's a black woman and she volunteered to be the first to uh reduce the stigma in the poc communities about because there's a lot of history and trauma and baggage associated with vaccines and black people in America being, you know, on the receiving end of medical experiments and racism in medicine and healthcare in general. And so it was just really cool to see that. And it's really cool to like, see like the trucks leaving the facilities with the first rounds of the vaccines. I think, you know, obviously we, we know it's going to be months and months and months before this is made available a to everybody and not just, you know, the first couple rounds of people, but like B that like, even after that, there's going to be a few months where we all collectively hold our breath and hope that the world gets a little bit better. Right. I mean, I watched that video too of the trucks leaving and it was kind of otherworldly. I I don't know. It just felt like, like surreal to like have this be such a huge, like this is going to be like a historical event. (laughs) <laughs> but it's also a little like tracking your Amazon package. That too, yeah. Tracking your <laughs> Amazon vaccine. I, can't they just like get those droid drones and come and just like, you know, come on drone. Well, that's what I, I'm saying. I'm saying that like Jeff fucking Bezos, there was some kind of stat where Jeff Bezos could give like every person in America $1,000 and still be richer than he was at the beginning of the pandemic. Right, exactly. So how about Jeff Bezos, you know, get off your fucking bald ass <laughs> and... Get some, like, refrigerated trucks ready for the people that made you a fucking billion, multi-billionaire. Right. Like, seriously, like, this shit should be pro bono at this point. This is why, like, this system and, you know, actually, like, the existence of billionaires is inherently a problem. Because, like, if someone like Jeff Bezos exists, and he does... To have the resources to, like, move this... that That's the biggest thing with this vaccine, like, not being able to, like, you know, kind of solve our problems as quickly as we want it to, right? Because, like, distribution's a problem. And having the resources to make distribution happen, like, oh, I wonder... I wonder if there's one of these billionaires in the United States right now whose entire empire is built on delivering shit to people's houses. <laughs> All right. I wonder... Wouldn't that be so weird? This fucking guy. This fucking guy. This fucking guy who the company also owns Whole Foods. Oh, that's interesting. Whole Foods, which has like pharmacies and shit. They could help maybe distribute a vaccine. But like, again, the the mere existence of billionaires like perpetuates like the, the, the reality that like 
billionaires are fucking useless as people. Like, right? Right. Like, like this Lex Luthor looking motherfucker can get down out of his evil lair and help the people that, again, put him in the place that he's in. Um, it wasn't just hard work, as they say. Come on, dude. Like, maybe you could take time off from, like, giving your employees a shitty work environment to, like, actually help them, like, live and help the people that pay, give you money live. That'd be great. Right? <sighs> the people that, you know, in huge numbers have had outbreaks of COVID at Amazon facilities that have been, like, the truth of that has been stifled over the last few months. But, like, we know for a fact that it's happened because it's been reported on by reputable sources. Yeah. And honestly, like, you know, <laughs> again, it just, it blows my mind that I know that, like, as, as someone who works in the healthcare field, I'm probably going to be, like, in that first wave of people that actually get it. And that's awesome. And I'm very grateful for that. I've had to put a lot on the line to like be in that space. And like, frankly, it's kind of cool to like be in the front near the front of the line. But at the same time, like I know like my family members can't get it right away and won't get it right away. And like, honestly, health wise, they're at way higher risk than I am. And so like, that just doesn't feel good. Like it just to know that like there's, organizations and people out there that like could make this go faster and more organized and just it's not going to happen but you know what works really well is the line at the colorado in and out (laughs) that shit was like disneyland man (laughs) producer ryan and i uh drove down to the one in colorado springs the other day and we took our like little uh amazon fire tablet like jerry-rigged it to the the dash of the car because what they do is they have you go into like this parking lot parking garage like behind the in and out and they like line the cars up like rows of like 20 cars at a time Uh, i guess yeah and so like you get in this row of the cars and like every like 10 minutes or so they like let a row of the cars like go down into the real line and so like you sit there and you idle in this parking garage and we watched like two episodes of star trek (laughs) actually we watched one episode of star trek before we made it into like the real line and then from there it was like another half episode of star trek so one and a half star treks (laughs) was how long it took us to get through the in and out line but like again if the minds behind like how like worker economy works and like how organization and logistics all work for fucking in and out right. that well where like everyone was smiling the entire time no one was like pissed off in the line no one was like honking and being an asshole like why can't we use that same technology <laughs> to distribute the covid vaccine we can't why we can't we do it. that like <laughs> someone call mr or ms in and out and get them on this shit if Jeff Bezos is not going to step up, that limp dick motherfucker whose ex-wife took, like, tons of his shit. As she should. Then, you know, as she should. Yeah. Good for honestly, her. like, yeah, good for good for her, man. We love, yeah. we stand hashtag, a power hashtag, queen. Hashtag, <laughs> we stand a queen. Um, <laughs> yeah, if that limp dick motherfucker can't do it, I bet Mr. and Ms. In-N-Out can. Because they know all about that In-N-Out, baby. Baby! <laughs> Vaccine, go In-N-Out, go burn. No, and you guys brought us back some bur- burgers. Yeah. <laughs> we've been saying burr a lot. We've been this saying, week. especially after this week's Mandalorian, we've been saying Bilgo Burr. Bilgo Burr. <laughs> Bilgo burr. 
I've started casually calling him Bilgo Burr, and producer Ryan just, like, looks at me, and, like, you can tell, like, he strokes out for a second, and then he just goes, <sighs> No, that's what happened to my brain when I saw so it. So when Bilgo Burr did this, and he goes, <sighs> When you, when you, I think he, like, tweeted it or texted it to the group chat or something, and I was like, what? <laughs> Bilgo Burr! Bilgo Burr! Bilgo Burr! Hey man, Bill Go Burr, that was that was a good episode. That was a solid that episode. Spoilers. Spoilers. Vin Diesel, Vin Diesel in this bitch, Mr. Vin Diesel. He sir. can come. He can come down and collect his royalties directly from can me. Come I would collect. happily pay him. <laughs> you come collect. We'll play some D anD D about it. It'll be fine. Yeah, Mandalorian was awesome, and so were the burgers you guys brought. I we tried to go because after you guys brought us some spoilers, burgers, we brought. Too many burgers. Brought, you know that, like, too too much too much tuna, it's too much burger. Too much burger. You know when you sit burger. in the in-and-out line for almost two hours and you've watched a Star Trek and a half and you're like, I could eat two double-doubles. And then you're like, no, I obviously can't eat two double-doubles. I'm a normal human being. <laughs> and then you eat one double-double and you're like, what if I shared with my friends? Yeah, it was great. It was delicious. But then it made me want more and I got greedy. And then we tried to go to the other in and out here in Aurora, and it was a two-hour, full-on two-hour wait, so, like, two whole Star Treks. So we were like, eh. That's, like, two and a half Star Treks, because they're, like, four 40-minute episodes. They're, oh, yeah, true, true, true. Uh, it's two and a half Star Treks. It's two and a half Star Treks, buddy. Too many, too many tunas. But, yeah, uh, we, we ended up not going, but we're going to try and go here soon. But still, those burgers, it just makes you want more. Which I think is why There's they something did about it. Them. And we actually drove past the other one that's opening up here soon in uh, oh, at Park Meadows. At the Park Meadows area. So it'll be yeah. kind of between both of the ones that are opened, uh, and it's looking pretty good. Hopeful, I'm hoping it, it looks like it's almost ready. It's gonna. I think it's gonna pop he- up here. Uh, I think they said like the like before Christmas. I think it's like the 23rd. Oh, really? Yeah, I feel like they said it was the 23rd. I don't know for sure, but uh, I'm, I'm hoping. So, so what you're telling me is that there's definitely people who are going to be spending their Christmas even Christmas Day in the in and out line. Well, they're not going to be with their family. They're hopefully not going to be with families anyway, so... <laughs> not extended families, but like, you know... <laughs> Fuck, take your kids with their, their fucking handheld gaming switches and shit, and they can sit in line and i mean it's gonna happen we know it's gonna happen that's fair i don't know why we're denying it at this point uh but apparently in and out has a pretty solid grilled cheese i've heard that i have heard about how they like but to i was like i'm cheese. gonna be sitting in this line for like one and a half star treks i like don't want to waste it on a grilled cheese when i know i like the double double exactly that's but maybe, also true maybe one day when the line is short and i can be like how about that grilled cheese though i'm hoping that with the one opening up between the two it'll Try to alleviate the pain a bit. I don't know how much it will, but here's hoping that it, leads, it does alleviate some of it. Right. Yeah, the one in the Springs was not too bad, honestly. Like I said, it was kind of like being at Disney World where, like, they had the line queued up and it was, like, such a ballet of, like, cars. <laughs> I kind of so saw that nice. at this one. I Like, I saw it from a distance because we didn't get in the line. But, uh, yeah, no, it seemed very well executed. Yeah, they had the they had the people walking through the line that like when you get into the real line, it's just like Dutch Bros or like you know Bigot Chicken where they come up and they take your order like at your car, yeah, uh, with a tablet, and then they then you go up a little bit and there's another person with another tablet, and they hand you a strip of paper with your order on it, which is what you hand to the cashier when you reach the window. Smart. I know. That's very smart. It sounds like In and Out is winning several times here in Colorado, whereas Trump, we found out today lost 
Again. 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 LOL. The Electoral College voted, and it was very nice to see all the states doing the right thing. Even, like, one of the senators from Michigan was like, yeah, like, I may have campaigned for the guy, and I wanted him to win, but he didn't. <laughs> and he's like, we're not changing the, the vote for him just no. because he didn't win. And it's like... Well, Good. there was actually a, a member of the House, a Republican, who today renounced his Republicanations oh. to be an independent for the rest of his term. Um, I I apologize. I had it pulled up earlier, but I can't remember which state he was. He was from one of the swing states. Yeah. And um, was basically like, look, like the Republican Party in general to have allowed this to happen to have allowed trump to throw these tantrums and have the party say nothing um he's like the party is corrupt and i'm not gonna be a part of it anymore and i apologize to sorry for the people that like voted for me as a republican like i'll still stand for what i stand for but like i am not part of that party anymore i'm running i'm gonna i'm gonna ride out the rest of my term as an independent which is interesting to hear for sure and like one guy one guy can start you know a revolution in the party. He hopefully. didn't start the fire. Also, you've got like the crazy alt right wing of the Republicans just saying they want to burn it down as well, all for different reasons. But yeah, exactly. Well, also the Proud Boys in D.C. this weekend were definitely a thing, and most of the time they did not yep. get tear gassed. Huh? Weird. What What does that mean? They were burning flags that churches had put out, and yet. Just a bunch of bull hockey. Yeah, it was actually, it was, uh, sorry, it was a mixed Michigan Republican. Oh, there you go. Yep. And it was Paul Mitchell of Michigan. There you go. Said he was leaving the GOP and becoming an independent for his final days of his congressional career. I could no longer be associated with a Republican Party that leadership does not stand up and say the process. The election is over. It is over today. In a letter to the National GOP chair, the Republican leader of the House, Mitchell said the embrace of a constitutionally faulty election lawsuit by over 120 House GOP lawmakers was a bridge too far. Quote, I believe that raw political considerations, not constitutional or voting integrity concerns, motivated many in party leadership to support those, quote, stop, to st- stop the steal efforts. I fear long-term harm to our democracy. So, like, good for him for, like, you know, it sounds like he is going to be retiring at the end of his term, but, like, at least, you know, putting something in writing and being like, I'm doing this. Like, y'all were completely ridiculous and you're challenging, you know, what actually makes our country work. Right, exactly. <laughs> Which, thankfully, the Supreme Court now has said twice that they're not going to hear any of these Right, lessons. I know. And the House is saying they're going to count all the votes again on January 30th, but... Or January 3rd. Sorry, not 30th. Um... Sure, whatever. whatever. Yeah. Either way, <laughs> they're not going to find anything. No. And actually, well, Joe Biden made a statement tonight, and he was kind of laughing because he was like, in some of the districts, we came out with an even wider margin than before. Like, he was like, I don't know what you guys want. Like, sure, there were plenty of legal challenges that, you know, you have the opportunity to make. Donald Trump took all of them that he wanted to, and fine. But, like, to continue to blow hot air and, like, do this, you know, prolonged temper tantrum is a danger to our democracy. And so, like, you know, that was part of his statement tonight was that, like, you know, it's it's frankly an insult to everyone that's had to survive throughout this pandemic that, like, this is what he's caught up on. Right, exactly. Like, Like, we're not getting any extra stimulus money. We're 
we're not getting like under right now under the last few trump months we're not getting any sort of healthcare relief we're not getting any we're not getting any of that but what we should be spending our time in on in some cases the taxpayer money on is making sure that trump actually lost um like (laughs) yeah because it depends on the lawsuit yeah. some of that is through the campaign and some of that is through personal money and um yeah other yeah like some of those through other sources yeah. i mean the problem is like people that are donating to like trump's quote campaign right now are all donating to like his legal yeah funds. and they don't even realize so, it you know like, they, they, they don't, don't care that they don't they don't care which is just a bummer that there's still that many people out there that are brainwashed yeah. and you know so deep in their racism and their sexism and their homophobia and like their religious extremism that you know they're allowing this to happen to themselves as well as to others right exactly it's just fucking embarrassing meanwhile the u.s passed three hundred thousand covid deaths this week remember when we were sad about a thousand on this show yeah it's real bad it's real bad y'all it's real it's bad. It's real fucking, fucking bad. Like, that's all I can say. I, I just, like, like, I feel, I, I mean, mean. the thing of it is, too, is that, like, I keep wanting to, like, count down to, like, you know, January 21st. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, some things change on day one. That's how executive right. orders work. But, like, at the same time, and, like, Joe Biden's been pretty transparent about the fact that he plans to issue a bunch of executive orders, like, pretty yeah. quickly. Um but, like, the reality is is that, like, we're going to be dealing with the fallout of this for years. Right. And not just, like, the the actual fallout of the disease and side effects of the disease and people that have sadly died from it. But I was talking to a friend earlier this week, and you and I have touched on the subject before. Like, we have no idea the mental repercussions that this year will have on us as a world. Like... This year has been traumatizing to so many people for so many reasons. Yeah, surprise, it's global trauma. It's fucking global trauma on for so many things. And there's nothing like on record of anything quite like this that other than like world wars. Like we've had nine eleven almost every day for how long? Like as as far as deaths go, like in just our country alone. The mental exhaustion and depression of like an anxiety and of just like all the unknown and then people losing their jobs and people losing their health care and not being able to figure out how they're going to have ends meet like all of these things are going to bring up a lot of a lot of tra- trauma and ptsd and like all this stuff and it's just going to be when people are isolated people haven't had access to the health care that they would normally have access yep. to like if the only variable that changed is like you didn't necessarily get in for your annual physical or you didn't get in for like your normal checkup, like by the sheer law of numbers, that means that there are probably thousands of people who are going to die because something got missed on an early detection test, like early cancer detection, early, you know, heart disease detection, like any of that kind of stuff, like, you know, development of diabetes, like, those are the kind of things that can be like the difference between life and death for someone who like needs that preventative care. And even having one year off one year where like shit doesn't work right. It results in, in casualties. Right. And I mean, I read another tweet earlier today about how 
somebody's uncle had a stroke and they went to the hospital and they got turned away because the ER was at full ass capacity and they said, well, you seem like you're okay, so just go home for now. And then he passed away in his sleep. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, it's mind-boggling. And I just can't imagine, I, like, if you told me, like, even as early as last year, if you told me, like, that's where we would be today, I would not believe you. I would just be like, what are you talking about? There's no way. Like, even with how crappy our healthcare system is, like, I would just be like, that doesn't make any sense to me. Like, ERs being at full capacity across the country. Like, that. no, that's not going to happen. And yet, here we are. Yep. It's real bad. It's real bad. At least Bill Barr resigned. Bill Barr went burr. Bill Barr went burr! Bill Barr went burr! At least Bill Barr resigned. Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, fuck that guy. I mean, good for him for, like, doing the right thing, kind of. But also, fuck Not that really, guy. Not though. That's completely within his own self Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, he's watching like, out for himself. He's he's just... No, he's oh, bailing. Yeah. yeah, like, this Bill is not Bargo him Bail. down to... Bill Gar- Bargo Bailberg. <laughs> Bill Barr doesn't want to go to jail, He doesn't want to be a jail burr. But at the same time... He, he doesn't want to be a jail burr, but he fucking might burr. He still fucking might burr. Uh, still fucking might. Fucking he, might. he fucked around and he may in fact he may find in out. fact find out I more meant like he was, did the right thing by saying there was no fraud in the election but you know I think that is the one the, thing he did that was one whole thing and but his resignation it, all of that is, is bye not bye. for the betterment of no, the country no, no. like let's plot not play oh absolutely here. not that's not what I meant by that but yeah uh, he can go bye bye we don't want him he not allowed Bill Bar Go Anyway. Yeah, fuck that guy. Uh we have been doing some Christmassy movies on my side of the fence this week. I've been watching apparently the nineties had a big old theme with a lot of their Christmas movies of taking place in like the Midwest. I don't know if you ever catched on to that, like the Great Lakes area. Jingle All the Way took place in Minnesota. Home Alone, in the first one, takes place in Chicago. That's where their house is. Mm-hmm. And I guess the second one takes place in Chicago, too. The Santa Claus takes place... No, the second one is lost, lost in, New, in York. New York. Not Old York. But the Santa Claus takes place in Detroit. Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, aside Tim aside Allen. from Tim Allen being a narc, he's also from Michigan. <laughs> um, and I think, like, also uh, Uncle Buck... Tim Allen's, like, the opposite of a narc. He was a prolific drug no, user. No, but... So he got caught, famously got caught in a Michigan airport with drugs to sell. Yes. And then he sold, he... The cocaine. Yeah, and then he told the cops, narked on the cops for all of the people that he was working with. So that's, uh, he's a big old, I mean, he's a, he's a drug user, but he also... I mean, he is sucks. a shitty ass white dude. Fuck that guy. Um, fuck that guy. Tim Allen sucks real bad, and I'm glad <laughs> that he's getting replaced by Chris Evans. I mean... Buzz like who's better to play Buzz Lightyear than Chris Evans, honestly? Because fuck that guy. Yeah, fuck. We fuck Tim Allen we sucks. did talk earlier this week off mic about the Home Alone like sequel fan theory that's out there, right? Do you remember talking about that? I don't know, Trisha. Yes, I do. <laughs> do you? But we were talking about. Oh. Yeah, I mean, basically the idea that like they could have a th- sequel set now 
with, uh, you know, Macaulay Culkin and his partner that he brings home, you know, the fan cast is like, make it Dan Levy, because there's no other gays in Hollywood now, I guess. Um, (laughs) There's plenty of neurotic gays in Hollywood, I promise. Um, But yeah, the idea that like they come back and Kevin has to like defend the home because like his mom's trying to like sell it after like his dad's death or something. Right, right? yeah. And he's got to like help like get the house together but like he ends up having to like defend the home again from like home invaders who were trying to like exploit all of the (laughs) get the payback all of the goods right and get their payback yeah no they i think that we were what we were talking about was um yeah like that with like marvin harry are getting out of prison because like they had even like more increased prison time this time around it's not only like did they commit crime again but they also broke out of prison um, so, uh, there was that whole theory and like, for me, I, I, I watched both Home Alones after we talked about this and like, I deep dived into <laughs> like my own, I just like started brainstorming my own fan theories about like everything. Like, um, because at the end of Home Alone Lost in New York, like, uh, Marv acts kind of like he fucking hates that they got caught. Like he, he was like. Yeah, no, we fucking did all this shit. And he, like, starts admitting to everything. Mostly because he's an idiot. But, like, I also have this theory that... Because there's the one woman that they keep running into. And his sticky hand keeps getting stuck on her. I have this fan theory that she finds out who he is and then writes him in prison. And then they fall in love. And, like, he and... He and Harry get out of prison, and Harry's like, we need to get payback. Uh, I've got the M on my hand and all that stuff. And Marv is just like, but I want to be with my girlfriend. I want to be with my wife and all this stuff. And, like, (laughs) but then, like, he gets roped into it anyway. And, yeah, I mean, I wish, obviously, I want more. I want more representation for somebody that could be Kevin McAllister's uh, partner, but Dan Levy would be really funny in it too. Dan Levy is a funny man. He's a funny man. Like, do not get me wrong. We've been watching a number of, of, the Christmas themed movies. We watched Mickey's Christmas Carol the other day, which is my favorite, and it's by far the best Christmas movie. But um, we've agree also to got disagree. you know like Frosty and Rudolph, and agree to disagree that I'm I'm no right. because that um, one does not have Michael Caine <laughs> acting like a Shakespearean actor with puppets with Muppets. Michael Caine. Michael Caine though. Mickey though. Michael Caine though, and Kermit. Scrooge McDuck. Kermit. Ghost Goofy. Ghost boyfriends from the theater. Because <laughs> they're definitely boyfriends. Like, come on. They're two old men that go and sass people in a theater. They're a they're couple. Anyway. Tiny Tim with the little tiny crutch. They have that in A Muppet's Christmas Carol. But is he a mouse though? Nope, but he's a frog. Like no, Kermit, who is his dad. Do they have a giant ginger ghost of Christmas present that sings about the present? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think all Christmas carols do. <laughs> anyway, so Frosty and Rudolph. Frosty and Rudolph, which are both deeply problematic because I do appreciate that Frosty says a cat, right. but like Rudolph, uh, by contrast, is about, like, becoming uh, useful to others so that you can conform to their norms. And, like, that's problematic, right? But, like, it's got fun music and fun animations. And then, so, you know, for now it's fine. Slave to the capitalist dogma. Boo, 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 boo. But there's a cute elephant. Santa's a dick in that movie. 
And like, also, why would you shame an elf for wanting to be a dentist? Shame, shame. Right? I mean, everybody <sighs> needs dentists. Even elves. How much sugar? I just went to the dentist today. There you go. I got fluoride. It tasted like raspberries. Yum. I bet an elf made that. I bet an elf made that. I mean, if we learned anything from the movie Elf, where Buddy's four favorite food groups are uh, candy, candy corn, candy canes, and syrup, elves need dentists. Um. <laughs> right? Uh. I also recommend the Binging with Babish episode where he makes the candy spaghetti. Oh, yeah? Oh. It's real gross. I, should, I don't. I think I still have my Buddy the Elf somewhere. I don't know if I do. I should I should make it in my Buddy the Elf costume. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Speaking of content, why does Disney Wait, give us so buddy. much content? I, want to talk, I mean, I'm excited for it. I want to talk it, about but... Buddy the Elf. I want to talk about Buddy the Elf. What? I want to talk about Buddy the Elf. And what if Buddy the Elf was in a Buddy Cop movie, and then it would be a Buddy Cop, Buddy Cop movie? Jesus Christ. Isn't he already in one with Mark Wahlberg called The Other Guys? I don't know. (laughs) Because apparently Mark Wahlberg became his favorite person to make movies with, which is a a look. Gross. It's real gross. Remember when Mark Wahlberg... Almost killed an Asian guy. I know. I, in a hate I crime. I think he also punched an Asian woman in the face, too. He he hate crimed, like, several yeah. people. Yeah. Sure did. Fuck that guy. But, you know, it's fine, I guess. We can throw him in the river with, like, Casey Affleck. Yeah. And they can go dunk Chester by the sea together. H- Casey Affleck, Tim Allen, Bill Barr. But not Bill Burr. Because then who will go Burr? Yeah. <laughs> Bill Burr, Bilgo Burr has done some problematic shit, but overall, like, he, I'm coming around. I'm on coming him. around. <laughs> I, can, I like him much better I'm than I like Bill uh, Gina Karen. Bill Burgo Burr. I, I'm coming around to him much more uh, than Gina Karen. Yeah, yeah. Fuck Gina Karen. Fuck Gina Karen. <laughs> Gina Karen. Gina. That's what Karen. her name is now. Yeah. She sucks. She straight, straight sucks, which sucks because, and it, it actually now that her fucking character is like a fucking cop now i can be like ha hey cab god and like it sucks because i do still love her character but i always like every time i have that little flutter of love for kara dude i'm like fucking god damn it gina karen but like ming na's there there now ming na can hang yeah she can god i had the biggest crush on her step on me right i mean like that's fine it's fine it's great. Sec- like, bisexual awakening was figuring out, like, seeing pictures of her being like, oh, when Mulan came out and being like, oh, she's pretty. <laughs> she's very pretty. She's very pretty. And I'm glad they brought her back, too, because, like, the way that... At first I was like, damn, she got shot. I know. But, like, it was just, they were pl- they was playing the long game, They was playing though. the long game. We got good. <laughs> It do be like that sometimes. Sometimes it do be like that. <laughs> but not all the time. Sometimes Ming-Na comes back and she's got robot I mean, parts. love it. Yeah, I... She's got the robot I tummy. I think, like, the thing with the Investor Day is I, for some reason, can't get it out of my head that, like, theaters might be open at some point next year. Because I think I just, like... Over Disney. Yeah, because I was like, oh, all of this must be coming to Disney+. Plus. Which I know isn't true. Tr- I mean, like a lot of it will. Mo- most of it. Oh is. yeah, most of it will be. But I'm also the vast majority. Yeah, of it is. but like there's still a lot of stuff. They're like in theaters, and I'm like, wait, 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 what? 
<laughs> they also announced some in theater stuff that was like well into 2020. Oh, of course. Yeah. But like my brain is just so set on the quarantine of it all, you know, like eventually, yes, we'll have theaters again, but it's just weird. To, like it's like, I know the vaccine is like technically here and everything, but it's just like weird, you know, I can't like get my brain to think about like actually sitting in a theater again. I miss it, but it's like, I don't know, man, my, my brain go burr. Brain Gober. Brain Gober. Yeah, I want movies again. I miss movies, man. Shit sucks. Right, like getting out. I know we talked about it a little last week, but it's like, yeah, I mean, it, it's all part of, like, someone posted earlier and I was like, oh my god, that hits different. And they were like, what are some of the smells that, like, you want to smell when you don't have to be quarantined anymore or, like, you know, socially distance everything? And I'm like, one of the things people were commenting was, like, uh, chlorination in pools. Yeah. And, like, butter popcorn, like, movie Yeah, yeah, popcorn. yeah, of course. There were a couple other ones that were, like, hyper-specific, like, when you go to, like, do certain activities. Like the and, like, gym. You smell, like, the plastic of, like, yeah. And I was just like, oh, man, smells. Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Yep, that's a smell. <sighs> yeah, that took... Are you there right now in your brain? Yeah, I'm in... I'm at Cafe Orleans eating a... a, a Brie sandwich, uh, Monte Cristo. <laughs> <laughs> that thing was amazing. But yeah, uh, I didn't think about smells. Miss smells. Right? What kind of smells do you want to have in your life? Like, I mean, there's plenty of smells out I, there. I, uh, the gym is weirdly one of the smells. Like, that smell of, like, the, the mats and, like, mm-hmm. the, the big yoga balls. Mm-hmm. the pool and like the like the disinfectant yeah they use. yeah like all that stuff. yeah well disinfect it <laughs> i can get that smell pretty much anywhere now <laughs> well i mean but you know what no, i mean yeah. though, like the the spritzy oh yeah stuff. yeah 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 and like like that specific that specific one. like goody goody it hit it though. hit though i would say um trying to think of like something i haven't like oh oh the smell of like Fresh salsa and chips from Mexican restaurants, like in the bowl. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the kind you have to have table table service. service. Yeah, uh, I like. Obviously, I'm not really gonna be eating in any restaurants anytime soon because that's just pff, no. But like, there's just something about the Mexican restaurant salsa and chips basket. Like, oh, it's so. And nice. like the sound too. I just thought about the sound of like the crinkling paper. And like biting into mm-hmm. the chip, that's like so salty and warm. Ha! <sighs> right, like when you have to sit on like a vinyl seat and your butt go and your burr. butt go. Burr? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Ah! When your butt go burr, go into a baseball game. <gasps> yes, like where you're so like, and your seats kind of s- and you smell like. Literally, like, peanuts and Cracker Jacks and, like, fucking gross food smells and, like, yeah, sitting way too close to people that, like, you don't know and maybe they, like, breathe on you a little. Yeah, and, like, you could, like, how there's always, always, uh, almost always a rainstorm, the electricity in the air, too, and how, like, the Mm. sunscreen, because we always bring sunscreen because pale people problems, um. Like sunscreen and sweat smell. Mm. That combo. Oh, 
Cotton yep. candy. Oh. Yep. Funnel cake. Oh. Dippin' Dots. Producer Ryan's all about funnel cake. Oh, yeah. Dippin' Dots have a very specific, like... They have a smell. Smell Yeah, it's interesting. I just thought about... I need some dots in my life. I thought about a very specific memory of going to an ice cream parlor right after Comic-Con. Like... And, like, you walk in and it's it's that cold ice cream And, like, you get hit with the air conditioning and you're like... After, like, walking from the convention center to 16th Street. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. I forgot these things happened. I'm, I'm tripping, man. Freaking out. I want I'm, I want to smell fresh jumbo lump crab cakes. Not bullshit Colorado facsimiles <laughs> of what they think a fart of a crab cake might taste <laughs> like. Actual goddamn crab cakes, you fucking monsters. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, I would like some clam chowder from Oregon. Like, Yeah, cream of crab soup. Yes. Fuck, man. Like, right on the pier. You could hear the ocean. You could smell the ocean. Oh. Yeah. I miss getting off the airplane in the Oregon in the Portland airport and like feeling my skin hydrate and my joints work like normal. Cause for some reason, every time we go to sea level, like my joints stop hurting, which is great. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> People weren't meant to be in the sky. Like we no, are. We are super in the sky. That's why it... we are the sky captains of tomorrow. Oh, <sighs> brain go burr. <laughs> Bringo bar. <laughs> uh, did you hear about Chris Pine? Yeah, Chris Pine. He's going to be in a D&D movie. I think the person I saw that tweeted about that was like, the caption was like, Vin Diesel fires agent. Because <laughs> oh. <laughs> Vin Diesel has been like vying for D&D properties for like ever. But I think, you know, Chris Pine is best Chris. So yeah. like, you gotta you gotta trust Exactly. It. And unfortunately, Vin has to work with worse Chris. So... I'm hoping. That's true. Yeah. We'll we'll talk more about Worst Chris in a second, because there is also news on that front. But um, To be fair, I don't think Vin Diesel ever has to be in the same room as Worst that's Chris. That's true. Yeah. But James Gunn's brother does. Right? <laughs> so. uh, like, poor guy. He's hilarious. I've always loved him, like, since back in the so Gilmore Girls days. Um, See, and, and I never watched Gilmore Girls, but I think the only episodes I did watch or like the only clips I did watch were clips that had him in it. And I was like, oh, he's really funny and charming. And then I realized the show like wasn't about oh. him. And I was like, oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> the show does not age well, especially. Um, That's what I've heard. I heard the, the revival left a lot of people feeling kind of... The revival was just bad. Like, it was just bad. But yeah, hopefully they're like keeping Vin in the back pocket. Like, it's going to be like a surprise, bitches. Vin Diesel, you know. I'm hoping that's how it goes. Yeah, you, you got to imagine, like, his people are, like, banging down these guys' doors right now. <laughs> You're like, you have... <laughs> Sorry, I just thought about a bad joke. You have Chris Pine. What you need is a man that played a tree. Here's Vin Diesel. Get it? <laughs> because he's Groot. <laughs> You're like you're like halfway there. I know. There's a Whoa, joke. Living on There's a, a joke in there somewhere. Bon Jovi, help me. Um, <laughs> uh, but yes, in the other bad Chris's news, they 
have announced in the Marvel comics that Star-Lord is canonically bisexual. I thought he had been canonically bisexual. I thought that was like, I thought it's in the movies they're making him bisexual. No, they said in the comics that they, I don't, I think, I think it was just that the the comics confirmed that he's bisexual, but I don't know for sure if they. Maybe it's just the comics like strongly implied it. Right. Yeah. And they never actually said anything, but now they're like, yeah, no, it's a thing. Um, And I don't know if they're like, implying it because they don't want chris pratt to play him anymore or if they're just like want to enforce that this character is bisexual and not have that I think, representation i think they're just reinforcing yeah. it because i thought for years that that had already been confirmed in the comics but yeah I think i'm just kind of taking a stand on it as like hey Pretty hardcore thing thing is yeah real. exactly like just because it's played by a trump supporter that goes to one of the most homophobic churches in the country does not mean that but bi- that he's not bisexual so maybe they'll make him bisexual in the movies, and uh, like our friend said on Twitter, they'll make Star Lord and Thor kiss. But also, like being in a straight appearing relationship does not make one any less bisexual, any less valid. Yeah, surprise, surprise, coming from so you two know not straight people, capital N, capital S. Surprise, motherfucker! Ha ha! I tricked you. Yeah. It's a surprise, but um, surprising no one. Surprising no one. People have seen us sit in chairs, and like so... literally, um, <laughs> right now how we're sitting. <laughs> oh, this ain't. I know. Nothing. I mean, I just have. I mean, I've. I think we've talked about it on the air. I mean, here, look. I would be more comfortable if I was right. Sitting. Yeah, I've go. got one of my up. arms yeah, up on my go. bisexual sitting chair because Brandon bought me the one that has the arms that go burr. Um, like I. One in a nice chair, listeners, um, because I'm an old gay, an old queer. Because our backs hurt because we don't know how to sit properly. Correct. And I, the one that my husband ended up buying me, the arms actually go up so I can sit however I damn please. <laughs> and it's great. And I think, Look, here's me. The, All these sounds are me adjusting in my right. chair now because decided I need to sit more chaotically gah, 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 gah. not really really good content for the podcast i'm playing with the arms on my chair gah, 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 yeah now we're really selling this audio medium it's really now. great you guys are very welcome <laughs> we're happy to be here but yeah no it's been an interesting week uh it seems like good things are good things are coming you know i'm hopeful <laughs> good things are coming maybe, maybe? We could have some good things as a treat. Also, if nothing else, Christmas is coming. That's true. Up. Also, this week is Hanukkah to those of you that are celebrating. Happy Hanukkah. Stay in school. Wear a mask. Like we said, we do have a, it's about a week and a half to Christmas now. So, Trisha, any parting holiday gems before we uh, sign off for the week? Uh, hot take. Baby, it's cold outside is not a rape anthem. And that's my uh, controversial take for the week. And also, wear a mask. And wash your hands. And don't go... If you see that a, a place you need to go buy presents is super crowded, don't go. Like, just, just, just don't, don't go. go. Just go to the website, order online. They probably have a website. Also, just... If you see somebody in need, help them out. Be a good person. Just fucking do it. Wash your hands. How about you, Caitlin? Yeah. Wear, wear, wear a mask and get your shit together. Get on the, the nice list. You don't have to do any performative shit for anybody but if you are so called to out of the 
kindness of your heart to make the world a better place, please do. I don't know, man, fuck. I don't like Baby It's Cold Outside, but I think that even though the original intent of the song was not to be rapey, I think there are considerations culturally to take in with something that has not aged super great. And that is the crux of the Baby It's Cold Outside debate, because I don't think it should be banned. I just think we should maybe have a conversation about it. That's true. It's just... (laughs) Every year is kind of tiring to have a conversation about it, especially when there's other yeah. things that need our priorities. I don't, I don't need to have a conversation about this right this no, second, but true. if people are going to like put it up in my face because it has the the discourse has arisen again. Yeah, and if we're going to go there on it, then you know it's like things things culturally change their meaning over That's time, true. and I think this is one of those things. And it's it's not my favorite as a result. That's fair. It's again, it's just not. It's not one that I I particularly enjoy. Gay is back to being a good word. Because for a while there it wasn't. Be be gay, do crime. Yeah, be gay, do crime. Be crime, do gay. Which kind of goes into the point of me being a dyslexic queer. Dyslexic queer. Dyslexic queer. Oh my god. (laughs) Why do they make dyslexic so hard to say for people who have dyslexia? Because they want to fucking fuck with us. (laughs) You guys are like, haha, you can't say it right. Try to say it now. Try to say what you got. <laughs> I turned into a Batman villain at the end there. <laughs> I think you did. All right, well, everybody, thank you for joining us on this week of Our Side of the Fence, My Side of the Fence, Your Side of the he Fence. From my fence. Side of the Fence. From, from <laughs> Our Side of the Fence to Yours, Happy Pre-Holidays, Eat a Cookie. It'll make you feel better. Happy Hanukkah. And... Good night. Bye. Bye.